Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Dope Black Women Podcast. Hi, I'm Naomi Garrick, founder and CEO of Garrick Communications, a boutique PR agency in Kingston, Jamaica. I'm also a personal branding coach and a public relations consultant. And guess what? Today, I'm taking over the Dope Black Woman podcast to talk to you about the importance of owning your journey in order to appreciate your value. So as a personal branding coach, I am really charged with helping individuals to get clarity on who they are so that they can understand their unique value in order to communicate that to their ideal audience. And one of the first things that we do is what I call a journey mapping exercise. So my favorite quote in the whole world is the journey is the reward. And that quote is actually a Chinese proverb. And essentially what it's saying is that everything, every instance, every situation, every experience, every roadblock, every detour, every celebration, Everything that happens in our lives makes us the individual that we are today. But what I find is a lot of us do not actually take the time to really appreciate our own journeys, to appreciate who we are or what we've done throughout our journey to get to where we are today, to this moment. I remember in reading Michelle Obama's book, um, Becoming, one of the things she spoke about is the fact that every day we are getting closer to becoming the person that we were meant to be, which simply means that every day we are growing, every day we are learning from our experiences. And what tends to happen is that many of us, especially with what's happening with social media and just having access to so much information and this feeling of wanting to be instantly gratified and seeing what others are doing, it makes us get a sense sometimes of having either an imposter syndrome or we feel like we're not enough or we feel like we're not doing enough. And that's where we have to take a step back. We have to pause. We have to take a minute to appreciate who we are, who we are as individuals, what makes us unique, what's our unique value, what's the value that we bring, not just to a business table, but when we step into a room, you know, what is it that we're bringing to the Thanksgiving dinner? But really, that's you. There is no one in the entire world that is quite like us. No one at all. If you think about even a pair of twins, they're both born maybe identical in looks. However, they still have their own unique fingerprints. 
And so that just reminds us that we are all created uniquely and individually. And even in this world where there may be thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people with a similar job title, because of your own unique experiences and what you've been through on your journey of life, there is no one in the world that does anything quite the way that you do it. And so what I usually encourage is for you to take a minute to do your own journey mapping exercise. And what that means is taking a minute to look back on your life. And sometimes it can be difficult to do that. But it's important for us to really sit back and appreciate where we're coming from if we want to figure out where we want to go. And so with the journey mapping exercise, what I recommend is that you find a quiet space, get some blank sheets of paper or a journal, get some colored markers, pens, pencils, whatever makes you happy, or you could do it on your iPad or a tablet, desktop, and think about your journey. Pick a date. It could be your birth date. It could be a life-changing moment. But pick a start date in your past. And what you're going to do is simply map your own journey to where you are today. So I found that different people do it in different ways. It can be done in a bullet form or in a diagram or a drawing. Or recently, I got one from a client that was done in an Excel spreadsheet. But what you really want to do essentially is have specific dates or years where Things happen in your life that actually help to shape who you are. And it doesn't have to be only good things. You know, it could be the fact that a relative died or you maybe had a bad breakup, which led to you searching for a new house that led to a new job opportunity in a different country or a different state. Or it could be something celebratory. So maybe you got a promotion or you received your first degree or you had the birth of your child and that's something that changed. And what I can share with you is a little bit of my journey. I'm known as the PR chick. I'm a personal branding coach. I'm a speaker. I'm an author. Um, I host my own workshops. I speak on countless panels about branding and personal branding. But what a lot of people don't know is that I have no formal training in public relations. I have no formal training in personal branding. I actually don't even have a first degree. So my journey actually started with me thinking that I wanted to be a flight attendant because my mother used to fly with our national airline at the time called Air Jamaica. And I thought it was this glamorous job until I had my first flight and I actually got sick at takeoff. So I realized very quickly that Maybe this life is not for me. Fast forward to being in high school and in Jamaica and across the Caribbean, we have a set of exams that really determines if you move from your fifth form level to a sixth form level and then to college or university. And so when you get to fifth form, you're supposed to take an exam, pick subjects that will, I guess, help you to decide what career path you want or... Um, to help you get closer to figuring out what you want to do. At that age, you're about 15, 16. And I can guarantee you that at that age, I had no idea what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. 
And so I just picked the subjects that I was good at. And then I passed those exams. Sixth form came along. That's when you do A-levels. So once again, you have to choose subjects that are supposed to be aligned with your future career. And at that stage, again, I had absolutely no idea. This is 17, 18. And so I picked subjects that I was good at. And now you have to choose what do you want to do for the rest of your life. Even with those subjects, I had no idea. Um, one of the great things that I live in Jamaica, our number one industry is tourism. And so quite a few people started saying to me, why don't you apply for hospitality and tourism management because you have the personality. And by personality, they just meant I was outgoing, um, talkative in Jamaica, we'd say enough, um, involved in everything and not very shy with who I was. And so one of my best friends at the time, she was actually going to study tourism management. So I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to study. So I actually did a four-year degree in hotel and tourism management. However, I struggled with mathematics and statistics and accounting. So pretty much all the financial um, subjects. And after attempting statistics and I believe one of the accounting subjects on multiple occasions, I still did not pass. And because of that, I did not graduate. So even after completing the four years, I still did not leave with a degree in hospitality and tourism management. I had the opportunity to work in the industry for a few years. And I again realized very quickly that this industry was not for me. It's a 24 hour industry. And I realized also that for the life that I planned for myself, I wanted to be able to have children. I wanted to be able to have a family. And when I looked at women in very senior positions, in that industry, they were always at work. And I couldn't figure out when they would actually spend real time with their families. So I knew again quickly that this may not be the industry for me. But then the fair kicked in because this is the industry that I've worked in. This is what I studied. And I know I don't want to be in this industry and I don't have a degree. So what am I going to do now? And luckily, I met a gentleman in Kingston that had started a entertainment cable channel, a reggae entertainment TV channel called RETV. And back then, it would have been like what we would call the BET or MTV of the Caribbean. And he needed a marketing coordinator. Now, I had no experience in marketing. Well, maybe a little bit. But really, as you know, I studied hotel and tourism management. That's where my experience is. And I also did a little bit of sales because I worked in the sales department. I was actually the sales manager for a very popular hotel in Jamaica. And so that's what I used in my interview for the job. And they took a chance with me. And luckily, I ended up working there for almost five years as their marketing and sales manager. And then during that journey, I actually got pregnant with my son. And again, I realized quickly that, okay, I'm not sure if I really want to be in the entertainment space because this requires me to be at a lot of events, a lot of concerts, and I didn't want to be away from my child that often. And by being in this industry, that's what would be required of me. So again, I'm stuck with the decision of trying to figure out what do I want to do? And the fear again of the fact that I don't have a degree and I don't want to work in hotel and tourism management, and I don't want to work in entertainment, but this is the industry that I've been working in. And so I decided to try and apply to different companies, advertising, 
um, marketing, but not in the field of entertainment. And then a hotel was opening in King Kingston, a boutique hotel, the first boutique business hotel to be opened in Kingston. And they needed a corporate communications manager. And I just decided to say, listen, I have marketing experience, I have sales experience, and I've worked in the hotel and tourism industry. So I think I can figure out how to do corporate communications. I had great relationships with the media um, because I worked in the media industry. And what I did was I just dressed the way that I thought the corporate communications manager should dress for the role at that hotel. And I was able to get the job on the spot. So I worked there for just about three months as a part of their opening team. But again, that little feeling was in the back of my head that you don't want to be in this industry. Why are you here? And while I was at RETV, before I moved on to the hotel industry, I started dabbling in PR. But PR in the terms of being a publicist for entertainers, for dance hall artists in Jamaica. Because I knew the gatekeepers, the people that made the decisions about what we see on TV, what we hear on the radio, what we read on the newspapers, I had developed credibility in that space. And so I took a huge leap of faith and I resigned from my job in the hotel industry and decided to start my own communications agency, Garrett Communications. Now, at the time, I had no money. My car was literally falling apart and I had a three-year-old child. So it was definitely not easy, but I knew, I knew that I didn't want to work for anyone else. And I wanted to do something that I liked. I wanted to do something that I felt came naturally to me. What gave me my big break is that one of the same journalists that I had a great relationship with heard that I was going out on my own and asked to do a feature in their newspaper about me. And it ended up being the cover story of the newspaper, and that's how I got my first client. My company turned 11 years old this year, October, and we have never advertised our business. It has always been through referrals, recommendations, and of course, our results, I believe, speak for themselves. Every single part of my journey, and that's just a professional side, right? But every single part of my journey was important to get to where I am today because I don't think I would be the person that I am without having those, making those decisions, having those different roadblocks, trying out these different things because all of them played a role in me being this person today. And today, I'm a personal branding coach and I help individuals to see the greatness within themselves because that's what makes me feel fulfilled and I use my story and as example of how you can use your experiences from your own journey to get you where you need to go and I think that's very important especially right now in this pandemic where so many people are losing their jobs or people are thinking about starting over their careers or doing something new or revamping their brand. You already have everything you need within you. It's just that you need to discover that and you need to start communicating people to people. So I have a colleague in personal branding and he always tells us to open our brand mouth because if we don't open our mouths, people won't know what we have to say. People won't know what we have to offer.
And I find that as women, we feel very challenged to share our greatness or to tell our stories or to embrace who we are, to embrace all of who we are. And I'm just here to remind you that all of that makes you unique. That's where your value comes in because there's no one that has had your experiences. You could graduate in a class of 100 people that graduated with the same degree and you all apply for the same job. What else are you bringing to the table? And what you're bringing to the table is your experience. It's your unique value. It's how you are showing up. It's how you dress. It's how you speak. It's just the different things about you that someone else could never duplicate or replicate. And so that's what I want you to think about. And I want you to be reminded that all the power, your greatness is already there. It's just for you to tap into it. And then when you tap into that greatness, it's for you to enhance it. So you think about, okay, this is what I'm really good in. How could I be better? How could I be the best? Or how can I be the only or even the first? And that's what allows you to stand out in a noisy world, especially right now with the entire world going online. It has made everybody even more accessible. It has made competition so much harder in the workforce. And so you have to think about those things that others cannot bring to the table because only you can do that. And that comes from understanding and appreciating your journey and being able to communicate that in any situation so that you can stand out in this world. And so if you take away one thing from this little discussion here, I just want you to remember that you are already great. And that is for you to understand that and to start communicating it and letting people know. Show up and show out on all of your platforms. Let people know when they find you, when they Google you, who you are. Let it be clear, let it be consistent, let it be concise, but let it be totally you with your most authentic self. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay for people to know what you're going through, but you have to be very, very clear about it. So I want you all to know that the magic is inside you. So take a minute, take a breath, take a glass of wine, have a sip of that scotch, sit back, create your journey map so that you can map out the rest of your life with being this amazing woman, this dope black woman that you are. So thank you so much for listening. You can listen to this episode on all available podcast streams. And you can also find out more about me on LinkedIn, and that's Naomi Garrick, or on IamNaomiGarrick.com, or follow me on Instagram at Naomi Garrick or The PR Chick. Oh, 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 oh.